Bringing a new family member into the home, whether it be a newly wedded spouse or child, is often a wonderful thing, but not without a sense of anxiety. I have recently adopted two one-year-old rescue dogs, and although bringing me tons of joy, they have taken a lot to get used to. Adjustments to lifestyle changes brought on by additional family members take time and patience. The energy coming from the negative emotions make ripe pickings for dark forces, so it is never a surprise when couples move in together for the first time that paranormal events seem to occur. Add an unexpected baby into the mix, and you have a feast for such entities. Welcome to Deliver Us. Brittany Harris and Matthew Crawford were a young couple in their mid-twenties who had been dating for just over two years when Brittany unexpectedly became pregnant. Although they hadn't planned the pregnancy, they were still excited by the prospect of becoming parents, and despite their own parents' disapproval, didn't see the necessity to get married straight away. They were a young professional couple living in Austin, Texas, and prior to finding out about their new forthcoming family member, had moved into a split-level apartment. The apartment was in a fairly old building, but was comfortable and served their needs whilst at the same time being pretty affordable. When they first moved in, nothing seemed out of the ordinary. It took about a month before some unexplainable events started to occur. Brittany first noticed something strange when the couple were getting ready for bed one evening, and she heard what sounded like some knocking sounds coming from the kitchen. She forced Matthew to get up and investigate. Reluctantly, he went to check it out. Once he got into the kitchen, he didn't see anybody there, but noticed a couple of cupboards had been left open. He found this odd because Brittany was always on his case about leaving cupboards and cabinets open. He closed them and went back to their bedroom. He told Brittany what he had seen, joking about how hypocritical it was for her to get on at him for doing the same thing he assumed she had just done. She was confused and slightly disconcerted by the fact that Matthew had found the cupboards like this when she was convinced she would have shut them. Brittany had a love of candles and would frequently light them in the apartment. One evening she was alone as Matthew was working late and so she was relaxing in the living room space watching TV and decided some scented candles would be ideal for helping her de-stress. About 20 minutes went by and she noticed one of the three candles she had lit and had gone out. Although realising this was odd, she ignored it thinking she'd just relight it when she got up next. Maybe another ten minutes went by, and she notices another candle has gone out. Curious about what might be going on, she sits there observing the third candle that was still burning away. A few minutes later, that candle started to flicker. When most candles burn out by themselves due to maybe being poorly made, the flame usually just gets smaller and stops burning. This time, as Brittany was watching the last candle, the flame flickered as if it was being blown out and was extinguished. Curious and somewhat nervous, she got up and searched the apartment for the source of a draft. She found nothing. Although weirded out by the occurrence, she decided to herself that although unable to find something right now, there was most likely a rational explanation for what had just happened. Once Matthew arrived home, however, she forgot all about it. The next strange occurrence happened when the couple had gotten home one evening from a grocery shopping trip. They were in the kitchen, putting stuff away, when Brittany noticed something in the corner of her eye. 
she was sure she saw a black figure moving from where she could see in the living room. She looked up, but once she focused on the area, there was nothing there. Then, all of a sudden, they heard the sound of a door slamming shut in the apartment. Adrenaline filled the couple as they stood there frozen. Immediately, they drew the conclusion that there must be an intruder. Matthew's protector instincts kicked in, and he started rushing around the place searching for who and where this person was. After searching every part of the place and finding nothing, the only thing he could conclude was that there must be some kind of through-draft that caused the door to their bedroom to slam shut. Brittany wasn't convinced, especially since she was certain she saw a figure moving around the apartment. Matthew, being a sceptic, refused to entertain the idea that their home was haunted. Later that evening, the couple were in bed for the night. Matthew had already fallen asleep whilst Brittany lay awake looking at her phone. The apartment was quiet and still. Brittany realised she should probably stop scrolling through social media, so she set her phone on her nightstand, turned her bedside light off and lay down to go to sleep. As soon as she closed her eyes, she heard something that caused her heart to start racing. She heard the sound of someone moving around her apartment. She could best describe it as someone shuffling their feet around the place. Was this the entity she was convinced she saw? Or was this an intruder that had somehow remained hidden in their apartment until the couple had fallen asleep? She woke up Matthew, who was nothing but annoyed by the intrusion of his sleep. Once she told him what she was hearing, he reluctantly agreed to search the apartment, only this time he went armed with his baseball bat. After sweeping the place and finding nothing, he told Brittany she must be hearing things, or maybe it was coming from one of their neighbours. Brittany could tell Matthew was annoyed, so she agreed with him. They went back to bed. These strange occurrences would continue in the apartment. The cupboards and doors opening and closing of their own accord, shuffling sounds throughout the place, sightings of dark figures moving in the corner of the eye. Brittany became convinced this was all paranormal-related activity whereas Matthew remained sceptical and drew it up to the pregnancy causing elevated stress. There was one day when the landlord came to visit the apartment to go over some of the maintenance that needed taking care of. Brittany, despite Matthew's request not to do so, brought up the occurrences to the landlord who denied there being any such reports from the previous tenants or any other people currently living in the building. They made their way to the kitchen. Once they reached it, Brittany let out a gasp as the three of them were surprised to see all the cupboards and cabinets had been left open. Matthew thought this had to be some kind of joke that Brittany was pulling on them. She vehemently denied it, but Matthew, unconvinced, walked away irritated. After finishing up in the kitchen, Brittany and the landlord went to the upper level of the apartment. They were stopped in their tracks by the sound of a deep guttural growling coming from somewhere down the hallway. It appeared to be coming from the bedroom. Brittany called out to Matthew, who emerged from the living room. Once the landlord realised that no living thing was in there, he left in a panic saying he'd get a contractor in to fix the repairs. A few weeks passed. Brittany was well into her pregnancy and came down with a cold so was resting as much as she could. One evening during this, the couple got an early night. Brittany, 
was fast asleep within minutes of laying her head on her pillow. At some point in the middle of the night, she was woken up by sensing movement on her bed. She turned over to face Matthew and was surprised to see him sitting up. She asked him what he was doing, but he didn't respond. Instead, he formed his hand into a fist, slowly turned to face Brittany and started shaking his fist in front of her while silently laughing. Freaked out by this unpredictable and strange behaviour, she shouted at him to stop, angry that he would be willing to play such a weird and terrible prank when she wasn't feeling well. She rolled back onto her side of the bed and tried to get back to sleep, but she didn't feel any movement from Matthew's side of the bed. She turned back to look at him and saw him in the same position, fist waving and a hideously contorted face of someone manically laughing. She shouted at him again, but he still didn't move. Fed up and scared by his behaviour, she got up and left to go to sleep in the living room. Just as she was about to leave the room, she heard Matthew call out to her with a confused tone in his voice. She turned and looked back at him. He was sat up and no longer in the state he had just been in. He asked what she was doing and she responded with anger explaining his behaviour. Matthew had no recollection of the past few minutes, claiming he only just woke up when he saw Brittany leaving. Once she saw how scared he was by what he had just heard about himself, she became convinced he must have been in some kind of sleep state during his strange actions. She got back into bed. They tried to go to sleep, but due to the disturbance they couldn't drift off. After a while, Matthew got up and went outside to have a cigarette. He shut the bedroom door behind him, leaving Brittany alone in the room. She certainly wasn't comfortable alone after everything that was happening in the apartment. After a few minutes, she heard the shuffling outside the bedroom. She tensed up, hoping that what she heard was Matthew making his way back to bed. Then, she heard the handle to the bedroom door slowly turn first one way, and then the other. The door didn't open. She called out Matthew's name. There was no answer. She got up and opened the door. There was no one there. She quickly shut the door and got back into bed, wrapping herself under the covers. There was a moment of silence, and then the handle began to turn again. Brittany lay there, terrified with nothing other than her blanket to protect her. Eventually, the noise ceased. A few seconds later, Matthew re-entered the bedroom to a distraught girlfriend. Brittany tried to get on with her life, ignoring the occurrences, but it was undoubtedly hard given the increasingly threatening nature of the experiences during a time in which she was at her most vulnerable. Things started to escalate when Matthew had a series of evenings in which he was forced to work late, and Brittany would end up going to bed by herself. One night, she was lying there exhausted, and in a state where she was about to fall into a deep sleep. All of a sudden, she was jolted awake by the feeling of something grabbing her foot from under her covers and pulling her slightly down towards the end of the bed. She sat up, terrified. Slowly, she inched herself to see if there was something lurking at the end of the bed. She saw nothing. She ventured even further to look under the bed. Still, nothing could be seen. She got back into bed and wrapped herself in her blanket. She couldn't sleep 
and tried as best as she could to rationalise that what she felt was some sort of hypnic jerk. One of those involuntary reflexes the body feels when falling asleep that jolts the person awake. The following night, she decided to stay up on the couch until Matthew came home. She got herself comfortable in front of the TV. She did her best to remain awake, but eventually she started to doze off. Again, her sleep was disturbed, this time by the sensation of something grabbing and pulling her wrist. She all of a sudden felt exposed and vulnerable in her living room, so she went to bed. At least there she got a small amount of comfort from being wrapped in her blanket. She lay in the bed, adrenaline keeping her from falling back to sleep. After a short while of lying there awake waiting for Matthew to return, she thought she heard the noise of shuffling in the corridor. She did her best to ignore it. Silence fell upon the room. Then, Brittany felt a weight on the bed. It began to move up from the end of the mattress, almost as if whatever it was was climbing to get into bed with her. She threw the covers off and immediately left the bedroom, spending the rest of the evening pacing around the apartment until Matthew came home. A couple of nights later, Brittany is alone again. She was sat in the living room when she heard the sound of footsteps in the kitchen. She went to investigate. As soon as she entered the kitchen, the footsteps stopped. She stood there, hoping she would hear the sound again so that she could at least isolate where it could be coming from. As Brittany was standing there trying to catch where the sound she heard was coming from, she saw the heads of one of her roses pop off its stem and fly a few feet away from the bunch. She backed out the kitchen and made her way back to the bedroom to find her mobile phone and sent Matthew a text to come home as soon as he could. Ultimately, she knew she had some time to wait before his return, so went around the apartment, turning on all the lights along with the TV and lit some candles around the place. This started to make her feel a little better. She became aware of feeling hungry and realised she hadn't had any dinner. This, of course, meant going back to the kitchen. She turned the TV up a little louder so she could hear it from the kitchen and ventured in there to start cooking. Then. Brittany began to feel lightheaded. She immediately made her way back to the living room towards the couch where she collapsed, blacking out for a short period of time. When she came to, she discovered all her candles had been extinguished and throughout the apartment petals from the roses had been scattered across the floors. Matthew still didn't believe what was going on was anything paranormal and that Brittany was just experiencing emotional distress brought on by the pregnancy. This, however, was about to change. One evening, Brittany went out to her friend's house as they were hosting a baby shower for her. Matthew remained at home. He was alone for the evening for the first time since the occurrences started happening. He took advantage of the alone time to catch up on playing some video games. He was well into one of his games when he heard a door slam from somewhere in the apartment. He paused his game and went to investigate. The bedroom door was shut when he got upstairs. He entered the bedroom, expecting to see a window open that would have caused a through-draft, but the window was shut. He went back down the stairs, entering the living room, shutting the door behind him. He restarted his game, trying to distract himself with what had just happened. He was next distracted by the sound of someone turning the door handle. He paused his game and stared at the door. The handle was being twisted back and forth. He called out, asking who was there. Then the door started to shake. He got up, 
and slowly plucked up the courage to walk towards it. Once he got to the door, he quickly opened it, prepared to fight off whoever was on the other side. The corridor outside was empty. He searched the apartment, but found nothing. He went outside for a cigarette, feeling not only relieved by the smoke, but also from getting out of the building. Once he finished, he went back inside. Upon entering the apartment, he saw a shadow of a person move across one of the walls leading to the living room. He stood there, frozen to the spot. Again, he called out to no response. Then he searched the apartment once more, finding nothing out of the ordinary. He began to question his own sanity. Up until this moment, he was convinced that what had been going on was all in Brittany's head. I never got a final conclusion to this story from Matthew and Brittany. I hope that after a while emotion settled, the events died down, and they were able to carry on with their lives. This story was based on true events, and was written, narrated and produced by me, James Deverell. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast was made possible by the person who agreed to let me tell their story. It was also made possible by you, my listeners. Without you, I wouldn't feel compelled to find these stories, write and narrate them, and share them with you on this platform. I love telling stories, and I truly believe there is a great importance for storytelling in our world. It invokes the imagination and opens us up to feel a greater sense of empathy through shared human experiences. That is the reason I do what I do, and one day I hope to be able to do it a lot more than I am currently able to. So, if you enjoyed it, please go ahead and help it to grow by subscribing on the platform you are listening on and leaving a positive review. If you really want to go the extra mile by helping it to grow, you might want to consider my Patreon account. Patreon contributors donating $5 or more get access to exclusive interviews and a Patreon-only audio feed in which I narrate the original stories I find. Also, go ahead and check me out on Twitter at Daredevil and Instagram at JamesDevril. Also, if you happen to have a paranormal story you would like me to tell on this podcast, please contact me at mrsinisterstories at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.